Alex. And I'm Val. And we're going to talk about Sopranos, as we always do on this show. We do. We just watched Season 5, Episode 5. Regular Around the Margins. And now we're going to speak about it to each other. We will speak. Mm-hmm. Here and we go. <laughs> to you guys. Yeah. Um, interesting episode. Yeah, I think, like, I feel like this is a turning point for the season. In some ways, yeah. We're getting, at least, or at least it's different than the first four episodes kind of have been. Yeah. Um, we don't really have any of that outside New York stuff going on in this episode, except for Phil Leontardo showing up and saying, um, our friend sent this for you. (laughs) I think that might be his first line of the show. Right. What do you think it was? What do you think he was sending? Money. Mm. Okay. But I don't know. Right. That it's definitely a minor part of the episode. I mean, it was in an envelope, like money. Right. It's probably money. I would think it was money. Um, but we don't really have anything else going on with that. Right. We have mostly stuff going on with this rumor that occurred about what happened between Tony and Adriana. And the stuff that actually did happen between Tony and Adriana. Yeah. It's a pretty focused episode, actually, yeah. in a lot of ways. The Sopranos often has episodes where there's multiple storylines occurring yeah. at the same time, and we kind of spread our focus amongst different ensembles of characters. Yeah. In this one, it really largely is about the Tony-Adriana storyline. Yeah, almost entirely. Um, yeah, so I don't know where you want to start with talking about it. Well, even that's interesting. I mean... Yeah. It really does examine that one storyline and then how that impacts other characters. So that obviously greatly impacts Christopher. That greatly impacts Carmela. Interestingly, we see uh, some impact on Meadow early on in the episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe not directly from Tony's relationship with Adriana, but... It's kind of like implied that she might know something about it or like right. might find out about it. Yeah, But the episode really does revolve around what's happening between Tony and Adriana. And I feel like there's some equivalencies that are kind of made in this episode to relate characters. So the medical situations that Adriana and Tony find themselves in in this episode, Tony with this cancerous mole. Is that a mole? Like cells or something. Okay. And Adriana with her IBS. Um, There's definitely something that's kind of bringing them together and maybe even like sets up this whole situation because in the beginning they're both dealing with something and that breaks down maybe some of their like boundaries boundaries that they would have normally had and kind of brings them together in a way where they are more comfortable with each other and it leads to these different things yeah or like in you know goes beyond the margins one might say interesting they're like (laughs) they're like bleeding into each other's lives in a way that right they haven't before they really had nothing to do with each other right um even like tony's interest like when adriana mentions that ibs is caused by or like contributed to by psychological Mm -hmm. issues like he he liked that he was into that right like saw a connection point there Mm -hmm. um we see him going back to therapy Mm mm-hmm which is pivotal i mean the interesting thing about this episode is that some pivotal things happen i mean there's this car crash Mm -hmm. which is a rather major event i mean adriana is greatly affected by this she's really hurt we have major things happening to chris he's been on the straight and narrow since rehab 
and now he just completely falls apart. Goes so, way off the rails, yeah. So I mean, that's a pretty major development. There's there's a number of there's a number of things that are happening here that are rather significant and more so than the episodes we've had up until this point yeah. in this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't really know how to talk about it, to okay. be honest with you. Well, there's some different things that, I mean, I think that we could kind of talk about. There's some basic ones. I mean, just like the Tony's use of drugs is interesting, especially in the context of getting Christopher off drugs and mm-hmm. the value system that he was kind of trying to impart, that, that they don't really believe in drugs. It's not something that is a part of the family culture. And yet we see him now using cocaine quite a bit, even when he, it bleeds over into him seeing Meadow. And it's implied as he walks out and kind of rubs his nose that he was using cocaine. Yeah. And that that's kind of bleeding into his family life. Yeah. He's brought together to Adriana by using cocaine. So that's actually kind of new. That isn't really something that we've seen with Tony. No. And it's interesting. Like, was that just, was that always part of his life and we just didn't see it? Or is this something kind of new? I don't know. Right. Hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. But it's definitely hypocritical given how he was dealing with Christopher. Yeah, totally. And there's an aspect of it too, like the complications of Adriana being at home and drinking wine. And we were commenting on this kind of indicated alcoholism that's even happening at home. Um, Where Christopher, probably it isn't fair to act the way he does, but there is a complication because Adriana is engaging with substances a lot at home. And now we see Tony engaging with substances where he was requiring this intervention and kind of bringing Christopher to order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things really escalate. I mean, by the end, it's it's pretty major. I mean, talking about a major event, like we're at a point where Christopher has a gun to his head and is about to be shot. Yeah. Over this. I mean, we haven't really seen that coming from Tony. I mean, that's like a complete rupture in their relationship. Yeah, even though he's done some fucked up shit before mm-hmm. um this is the first time like i like how it's brought up like the fact that he threw a sandwich at Vito, and like you know obviously like the biggest thing is that he threatened tony mm-hmm. right at the bang um somehow still had a megaphone there while that was happening like a really readily available megaphone to calm everyone He's down <laughs> um but you know like that could have been bad had christopher not blown all his bullets on shooting tony's car Right. Like shooting Tony's other car, I guess, since his <laughs> Escalade was totaled and he was using his whatever other car that was. But, yeah, like, that's obviously a very serious threat. And probably if Christopher were anybody else, they would have been dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. But I like how I found it interesting how Tony Blundetto was mm-hmm. involved in that. So and like, it really kind of brings him into the foreground as a character because he's so different from everyone. And there's a few scenes where the way he acts really kind of identifies him as a player who has a completely different personality and set of skills than the other people around him. I mean, the way that he says, let's try it my way to Christopher and basically, sorry, to Tony and saves Christopher. And even to the point where he's with the doctor and the doctor's wondering if, if he's a doctor. Like he clearly has an intelligence and a knowledge and an education about him that the other people don't have. Yeah. Well, it almost like a therapeutic, like being a massage therapist. I hadn't really thought about that. I don't know, it just kind of seemed like a, it was kind of a strange character trait or something mm-hmm. like that. 
But there is something kind of like therapeutic about Tony Blundetto, right? Like that he like kind of has this different set of beliefs about helping people or supporting people. Um, and like, you know, linking people with their bodies, right? Like yeah. he had that information about Adriana, but also like, yeah, like dealing with people with hot tempers and stuff like that too. Like he's right. kind of able to calm this situation down, which is something yeah. I never really thought about, like what it means that he's this massage therapist or that he would have made a choice in his life to become a massage therapist. Yeah. No, um, totally. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, not, yeah, not that much screen time for Tony Blundetto, but it really no. does establish him in a certain way. I feel like there's never been that much screen I know. time for and him. And yet he does really... seem like this important character. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, I like how he's the one also who does come to Tony and, and tell him the things that are being said. Right. Because, right? like, everyone, we have this, like, gossip chain, yeah. you know, about blowjobs and, you know, what maybe happened. And it's people who, like, you wouldn't really think, you know, would be gossiping on the phone about it, but they right. all are. Everyone is. Everyone is. And... <laughs> You know, it's kind of a diff like the difference between, you know, him doing that versus the other characters, right? Just like how, you know, like when Tony went to Carmela's house, it was like not he wasn't gonna go there and tell her this mm -hmm. that this had happened, right? She already had found out through mm -hmm. this gossip chain, but Tony Blundetto like I guess heard that information and then right. came right to Tony. Right. Right, instead of like passing it on to other people. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that Danielle knew that information. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know who, where on the chain that would have happened. Right. But we I suppose it must be from an inform one of the informants, like Ray Curto or Dan a liar. But Danielle's or... not involved with those people. Right. She's on the Adriana team. Right. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and I can't think of, like, if we find out anything else, like how she would know that information. I can't right. think of how we would figure that out. But Yeah, it's up to us to just kind of surmise. We can't really yeah. know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some interesting things going on. There's kind of some major symbolic things that I feel like are happening in the episode and just some kind of like interesting topics that kind of tie everything together. Um, going back to Tony and his use of drugs, it was interesting how near the end he talks about how, like, so what if we were going to get coke? Can't I use it to relieve stress? And that was interesting because that established some commonalities with other characters in the episode. It related him to AJ who said, can I watch this to relieve... I studied relieve... for 45 minutes. I studied for 45 minutes. Can I use this to relieve stress? So Tony, as a person, saying, isn't it okay to turn to this vice to relieve stress? Mm -hmm. Obviously, to Christopher, that's kind of preposterous because Tony has had to stage an intervention and it led to his life going off the rails. Um, so he should know better. But obviously, like, the Tony has an impact on AJ as a father and just thinking about his behavior and how that infiltrates his offspring yeah um and there was just like a lot of connections that were were interesting generally um christopher um drives to drinking at this point where he's abusing adriana and he kind of that moment where he takes out the alcohol from the fridge and just starts kind of guzzling it mm -hmm. and then there's a cut to aj watching ufc which is actually what we were just talking about too. Like this connection between 
Christopher and AJ, these kind of sunlight characters to Tony, Tony's behavior and how that affects. Right. The way that they, the way that they act, right? Like, yeah. it's kind of like, yeah, like. Because it's all kind of Tony's fault, all these yeah. things. Yeah, 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 It's sort of like Tony's behavior well, has led to all these bad things happening to, yep. to the people that That's he's really supposed to be yeah. kind of a custodian of or a role model. Mm-hmm. And if he is a role model, then like, how is he a role model? Because mm-hmm. he kind of messes things up. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, like, who the blame gets put on too, right? Like. You know, maybe not as much for AJ in this episode, but, like, definitely for Christopher, right? Like, he makes this excuse, like, in front of the guys, he makes this excuse for Aid. Like, oh, they were just going to um, visit Aid's aunt, who's friends with Tony's aunt or whatever, right? Like, he comes up with this kind of excuse, but then, you know, behaves really violently towards both of them, actually. Yeah. Which... Is different. I mean, it's different than some other characters might act, right? Like, he actually does, like, call people out and deal with both parties. Yeah. Not in a great way, obviously. But, um, yeah. There's some interesting things of just, like, hypocrisy with a lot of these characters, too, preaching something, but then acting in the way of the thing that they're preaching against. Like, Christopher early on saying, Adrian, like, I was telling her about drinking and driving. Like, she has to mm. cut that shit out. And mm. then later on in the episode, he's drinking and driving to the bank. Yeah, like so a there's, maniac. Yeah, so there's just, like, there's a lot of examples of characters doing exactly the thing, like Tony engaging in drugs and not realizing mm. the irony in that, considering he was getting Christopher to get off drugs. There's a lot of characters, like, engaging in hypocritical behavior. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um... Yeah. Also, I mean, I was thinking about, like, the car getting flipped as a result of this animal, too. Mm. This raccoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about, like, the way that animals played into the episode as well. Yeah, because we also got some ducks. We also had ducks, yeah. We had um, Adriana uh, with San Severino and... It's an interesting scene because, yeah, she's kind of she's she's with the ducks and she's reflecting on Tony. So obviously we're we're kind of reflecting and and uh, referencing a lot of symbols that have been a big part of the show. Mm-hmm. There's a lot with color going on, too, well, let's, let's to come a point that like I want to get back to. But yeah, there's just like there's a lot even like in that moment. It just kind of makes me think about it. Like there's a lot of self-referencing to the kind of. Um, symbolism that's been created in this show. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think with the animal thing, like I think that's just like another point of connection between Tony and Adriana because they're yeah. two characters who we know really like animals, right? Like yeah. we've had, you know, we had Adriana and we knew how meaningful Cosette was to her. Yeah, we, they've both lost and animals. They, and they've lost animals. Um, so I think like that was another connection point. And then like, you know, there are some people who would not swerve to avoid a raccoon in the road. Right. And it shows us, like, neither of them are that kind of person. Mm. Right? Um, right. Which, for me, was kind of linking into what Melfi was saying about, um, let me find it here, uh, like, being able to control yourself, or she says, for mm. once you want to avoid doing something you know is wrong, mm. and that concept of, like, avoiding. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Like making a choice to avoid something, and then the repercussions of that yeah. as well. Um, 
and what would be kind of like the other side of the coin with just like going straight ahead with yeah. something that you know is wrong too which like we kind of right. deal with the or not caring about the fallout for or, somebody yeah, else just yeah. do going forward and running over a raccoon yeah. yeah so yeah but like but tony does have this like sense that he can't control himself in some ways too right like in his session with and yeah, yeah you do have agency i mean you do have the ability to make a decision there and he does make a decision mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i mean i found the like the concept that Melfi was putting out there of Tony being at a crossroads was maybe a little bit precious. Like it was maybe a little strong to think that (coughs) he really deserves that much credit for not engaging with Adrian. I mean, first of all, we know that the only reason that nothing happened is because Phil Leotardo got there and knocked on the door. Really loudly. Um, But above and beyond that, I, I don't know. It just, it just seems too, it's it's kind of it just gives too much credit to Tony to think that he is really backing yeah. off and that this is like a psychological breakthrough the way yeah. that she's making it out to be. But we do know that Tony like doesn't like to do things that are hard. Like he even says that when Carmela is for whatever reason drawing still life of a fruit bowl in the mm-hmm. morning when he comes over, I don't really feel like that's like a activity that one just sits around and does in their home, but I guess Carmela does that now. Um but he um he says she's like it's so hard and i mean i don't think she's referencing the still life as much as just other things right but he he says so what do you do it for hmm. right and that's really interesting and so yeah like there's something i think there is something to that like when tony does make a choice to do something that is hard i think like forgive it not forgiving christopher i shouldn't say that but like using tony blendetto's way instead of just killing Christopher, is the harder thing to do for Tony Right. also. Yeah. Right? Like, that's not typical for the mob, I don't think, yeah. to, like, be about to shoot somebody and then be like, actually, let's go to the hospital and wait for this doctor to get off his shift and then yeah. ask him to come into the car with us. You know, like, it's like, yeah. it's kind of this long road. Right, Um right. To get there and like kind of like again linking back to what you're saying about AJ as well like for me that kind of referenced referenced that yeah no absolutely that was interesting too in that moment for me it stood out for me that Tony was eating an apple because he's always eating unhealthy things so it was mm. very rare to see him eating fruit mm. so for me it was relevant because for me he was only eating the apple because he was taking away from what Carmela was doing mm-hmm. this constructive positive activity that she's engaging in Tony mm-hmm. is a way to kind of mess with that and take something away from her similarly when he was referring to her allowance there was something kind of demeaning yeah. about that yeah. very similar to the way that we've heard talk been talking about characters like Feech Lamana or Tony or really anybody talking about kids and using that yeah. as almost like an aggressive term yeah. to put people down and put people in their place there was something about the way that he was talking about allowance taking her apple that was very controlling. Mm-hmm. It was establishing a power dynamic mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned the color mm-hmm. thing. Um, it's strong in this episode. Yeah, I was struck by it. Like, um, I actually I made you go back and yeah watch the scene over again because it's really interesting the blues and the reds in this episode. Yeah. So we have when. Tony first runs into Meadow at the Crazy Horse, mm-hmm. um, and he like and she you know turns and goes to the bathroom and he keeps walking. He walks through this like very blue light, yeah, and 
then he later, when he, like, after he says goodbye to Adriana and he's leaving the club to go do whatever, um, he walks through this very red light. In the same space. Yeah. I mean, he walks through the blue and then he walks back through the red. Yeah. And the red lighting really reminded me of the end of Calling All Cars in Miami, that kind of hell-like lighting. Mm-hmm. that we got but what, what was interesting was just how much it kept on showing up throughout yeah. the episode it was wild yeah and the space of the crazy horse is really this there's like there's just there's two spaces there's there's two kind of spheres of color and it really is blue and red and characters kind of move through these two areas and then the way that people were wearing clothing that was strictly blue or red was really interesting and very prevalent in the episode as well yeah, well, Tony had yet another hot sauce shirt on when he was at the club, <laughs> which I was trying to imagine if, like, you ran into your dad at a club where you are with your boyfriend and your friends, mm-hmm. and then you run into him, and he's been doing coke, and he's wearing a hot sauce shirt. <laughs> it's not great. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to run into my dad like that. Right. <laughs> um it was interesting, though, like, in that scene that we were talking about earlier with the ducks, Adriana is wearing all blue. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after, when she goes back to the club, she's she wearing that red all shirt. red. Yeah. It's interesting, too, to think about both of those as primary colors, both kind of on, like, the negative end of the spectrum. But the crazy horse having the two kind of in constant conflict and making up the entire space. Yeah. Which is even made even more interesting by the imagery that exists in the space of the crazy right, with horse. Because it's a very it's a very strong symbolic realm. Between there's there's a lot that they establish in previous seasons of the eyes around the FBI that are now like just going crazy in the space. Um they're very careful about like when people are getting these lighting treatments, but also when we see these background images. Yeah. So we see these eyes all everywhere. I mean, to the point where, like, when they're in the main space, it's just, like, eyes on all corners. So for me, it almost feels like in previous seasons we had, like, one eye that would be shown in Mm -hmm. a frame. I feel like the influence of the FBI has grown. They have infiltrated the space. By the end, they're at a point where they're going to wire the club. Yeah. Adriana has been compromised. She's giving out a lot of information. Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of those eyes looking in over all of these conversations. Um, there's also the mouth on the wall in the, in in the, the back office. room. Yeah. That back room is a completely red space too. Yeah. And it, it does make me think about like doing the right thing. And like there's something about it that reflects what Melfi is talking about. Like maybe of being at that crossroads of like how Tony can engage mm-hmm. with his decisions mm-hmm. of like doing the easy destructive thing or not. Yeah. I saw that like with the blue, with the meadow and then with the red, with Adriana, like there was yeah. something like, and they're kind of related. Like he both, like he claims to like be like a father figure to Adriana. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Um, so there was something linked with that, but then we also saw blue light, um, which I don't know if we always see blue light, but you know, at the Bing in the back room, there's that door with like diamond shaped window, Mm -hmm. like diamond window panes. There was a really strong blue light coming from there when when Chris went to Tony's office. Interesting. And then he exited back through that light, like into this blue light at the Bing. So... I don't know if that's always, it's probably not always the color, I would imagine, because it was like the very same blue as we were seeing right. at Crazy Horse. Right. But. There was more, too. Like, the 
the kind of like medical association to blue. Yeah. Of the, and like, we've had that for a long time. Yeah, the like blue spaces at the hospital, which going back to the first season, a lot of the scenes around Jackie April, there was some yep. like very blue spaces, yeah. even references to like we talked black about them and a blue. Lot. Yeah, we did talk about them <laughs> a lot. So go back and listen to season one. Um, the the like very completely blue scrubs. There's something for me of like when characters are wearing exclusively one color, yeah. it, it's it seems to be deliberate in this show. Yeah. Like a lot of the time it happens for a reason that people are wearing exclusively one color. Yeah. And it seems to reflect certain things, yeah. dynamics going on. Yeah, totally. Um, but there is also something then like in that realm of a more kind of caring association to the color or like a, a nurturing mm-hmm. or a... Um, restorative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. association. Yeah, I think so. To the color. The other T- Tony yeah. Blundetto actually wears a lot of blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is interesting with you talking about him, like yeah. thinking about him as a masseuse and yeah. being restorative and occupying a different space than the other characters. Yeah. Uh, the other one that was really interesting actually was um, when Tony goes to see Adriana, when she has this pink neck brace, it almost completely matches his shirt with this pink tone. Hmm. There's just, like, there's a lot of commonality that's established between characters. Mm. So whether that's through some of the edits we saw or, like, use of color Mm -hmm. would draw people together Mm -hmm. was really interesting. And that's definitely happening between Tony and Adriana, between these blues and reds. Like, those are the two primary colors. And they use them to kind of unite them in this episode. Yeah. Well, it's also interesting. I took note when the two times that we have Adriana with Agent San Severino, like, at the beginning and then closer to the end... She's wearing all white, mm-hmm. which I thought was a poor choice if she was, like, having IBS. Like, you don't really <laughs> want to be wearing white jeans, which is what I think made it stand out to me. But in those two scenes, she – that's the – like, it was a full – both times full white outfits. Um, and so I don't know what that really indicates. Um, we, we've talked about white symbolizing – all sorts of things. Yeah. And I think you can very easily go overboard, too. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. At, at certain no, times, not... like, people are just wearing clothes. I mean, I don't, you know, like, for myself, I'm very, it's very easy for me to, like, overanalyze what they mean. But, like, I do think the... Um, it's you. It's the excessive device. usage yeah. of specific colors in mm-hmm. any given episode do relate to certain mm-hmm. things. Um, those the, and the imagery and symbols like in the crazy horse space like there's there's just like there's even more than the ones that we've already talked about like that first scene between Tony and Meadow the way that they kind of like frame the composition the way that like they structure a shot and how we see people it's really interesting how those eyes kind of are looking over the mm-hmm. the associate like the interaction between Meadow mm-hmm. and Tony, we see one and then we kind of see both. But it's like yeah, in that that ladies' restroom, um, and it's yeah, it's just it's really interesting how it can have kind of different implications symbolically in the same space. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and also like just like kind of like what that is leading to in terms of the relationship between Tony and Meadow. I mean, Meadow is also damaged through. Tony's behavior and this hypocrisy around the drugs like that does kind of affect everybody around him like Meadow wants to leave after that she wants to go somewhere else well yeah nobody wants to be at a club with their dad when they're wearing a hot sauce (laughs) t-shirt it's a good point 
The other thing, well, so I was kind of, so I was thinking about Adriana wearing these different colors because she does wear a lot of red. She wears like a very black leather number at one point, but this white. Um, the other thing that she, that the, a lie that she tells Tony regarding Danielle is that Danielle drowned right at a picnic. Right. And so I was thinking about water imagery and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was thinking about like kind of what that symbolizes right as well um she could have picked anything really i mean right. i think like that just came out of her mouth but right. then the fact that she said but like, it's immediate she doesn't really yeah. think about it she just kind of sticks to it it's, yeah it's interesting i thought that was interesting i don't know exactly kind of what to make of it yeah. but um i mean we know i mean that's i don't know yeah there's yeah. there's definitely water stuff in this show uh-huh. so um, I just thought it was of note. Yeah, totally. Um, I feel like a big moment is in the end of the episode, the dynamic between Tony and Carmela, like the question to Carmela, like, do you really think that I could have done this? It is indicative of how Carmela sees Tony. Like, what's your interpretation of that? Do you think that Carmela really doesn't think that he could have done this? Because it's a question about Tony's character. Yeah. And it's a question about could he really do that? And the people who don't have the information, like like we have the information. Yeah. But could the people who really know him, like they know he's capable of a lot of terrible things, but do they know that he's a good enough person that he wouldn't do that? It's interesting. Yeah. No, again, like, and then going back to what Melfi said about him, right? Like making those choices to do the right thing. I think Christopher and Carmela both don't believe or both believe that Tony definitely could have done that. Right. And I think that's part of it. Yeah. Um, and he could have. They're right. He definitely could have. He was could've. on the road to doing it. And they were about to, like, and they were, like, also in that earlier scene with the darts, right? They mm-hmm. were, like, about to kiss mm-hmm. when that happened. So nothing, like, you know, even though he talked about it with Melfi, like, oh, I was, like, And he gets credit. He didn't back. do anything. He like, didn't hold himself back at all. No, not a bit. So, yeah, like, I think if the circumstances were different, like, he totally would have. Um, but that scene, I mean, the ending, that's a great ending scene. I forgot about it um, until we kind of launched into it. But, you know, the, like, he asks Carmela to basically do this for mm-hmm. him, right? Like, to, like you know, protect his reputation and to um, help him kind of maintain this, maintain other people's images that he couldn't have done that, Mm -hmm. right? Like, even though he's, like, kind of using the two people who are the most impacted by it and probably are the ones who believe him the least, right? Like, the other guys around there seem to be able to buy into it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. But do they really? I feel like everybody kind of leaves it thinking yeah. that that's what happened and everybody just kind of moves on from it. And mm-hmm. Even though it's not true, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting as an episode, as an examination of Tony's character. Yeah. And how people, after everything he's done, feel about him. Yeah. No, absolutely. I thought it had some, um, yeah, it, it kind of gave us this other level. And, you know, like, and some people, I could see how some people might say that this kind of, like, came out of nowhere mm-hmm. um, because it did. But then it, like, it also kind of, I don't know, it feels like, like, 
because the amount of time that's passed is kind of vague, right? Like we are, we're kind of not privy to as much as we have been, like exactly what is going on with Tony and like, um, he's not in therapy. So, well, he went back today, but like he hasn't been in therapy. So we're not like as, I don't know, like we, we don't even know really how long he and Carmela have been separated for now. Right. So it does kind of give us this sense of where he's at. Totally. That's the other, I don't even think we mentioned that. That's another major development in this episode is that he's back in therapy. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. Um, On probation or something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene, actually, when he first gets there. It's it's interesting in terms of, like, I was talking about the power dynamic between Tony and Carmela, the power dynamic between Melfi and him, speaking about him on probation. She was wearing wearing an all-blue suit, like light blue. Oh, interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. The, the shot that they use is like a low camera angle making Melfi look kind of imposing. And mm. she leads him into the room. Mm-hmm. Also with his bandage on his head, like he's kind of damaged. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's requiring this because he is damaged as, mm-hmm. a, as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that shot for me, like reading into it, reading between the lines, it kind of implies that she is in control mm-hmm. right now, which is interesting. Because that power dynamic is constantly kind of shifting between mm-hmm. them. Um, other than that, I mean, small things like it's interesting, Adriana and Christopher, like Adriana getting this information from the FBI about the area codes, like you need to find out, wait till he's in the shower. In the shower, yeah. But then like when he's getting in the car, she is being kind of nosy about the information and you can kind of like we, again, like this is an example where we as an audience are privy to information that these characters don't have, but Adriana really is digging a deeper and deeper hole of being involved with the FBI mm-hmm. and and passing along information. Mm-hmm. And her acting in that way to get this information is is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we have Vito saying that, you know, he almost got with Adriana. He sure did. He Which sure it... almost did. Did yeah. he? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, if you know Vito. Vito doesn't seem like Adriana's type. Yeah. And I don't think Adriana is his type. <laughs> Maybe she is. Either. Seems like he liked her a lot. Um, we have a really great band at the Crazy Horse with a great tambourine player. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, Adriana continues to get amazing mu- musical, <laughs> musical acts for her for her club. Yeah. So it's great. It's, yeah, it's not her, like, typical style. I liked the tambourine. It was yeah. Good. Less, like, Nickelbacky. Yeah, she does like a Nickelback kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. Creed. Theory of a Dead Man. All the best Great. bands. All the best bands. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, that's kind of a short one, but... Yeah. It, these things, you know, they'll continue to... Mm-hmm. Like, they, this sparks some stuff for this season, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it does. So. Mm-hmm. But it's a great episode. I it's, it's memorable. I feel like it, it's we're entering, and I think we were saying this in the last episode, but like... It enters a string of memorable episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. time. So big thank time. you for listening. We always yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. If you use um, iTunes yep. or Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. um, if you're able to leave us a review or a rating, that would help us out. Makes us happy. If you, I mean, any of you who get to the end of these episodes... Yeah. Maybe you may, must you must sl- maybe none of you get here and so that's why, you know. 
you haven't left a review. Maybe we should say at the beginning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, we really love doing this, and so yeah. it's uh, it's fun to be able to reach more people and have mm-hmm. conversations with more people. And if you have friends who like Sopranos and geeking out about analysis, you can tell those very specific groups of friends. Mm. You can reach out to us because we like geeking out about analysis and talking about things. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We don't really like telling our friends that we have this podcast. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a secret podcast. they think we are super weird. Right, yeah. But, um, but you guys don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll be back. See you next time. See you next time.